This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to another edition of Backstage Chicago, where we explore the arts and culture scene in Chicago. I'm Lisa Fielding. We're sitting inside the beautiful Black Ensemble Theater in Uptown. My guests are founder of the Black Ensemble Theater, Jackie Taylor. You are CEO as well. You're also actress, producer, playwright, you name it, right? Tap dancer. <laughs> Tap dancer. <laughs> Wash the bathroom. Absolutely. <laughs> Whatever is needed. Multitasker, there that's for sure. Go. Also, Daryl Brooks. Yeah. You're producing, managing director, and you've got a big holiday show coming up this weekend. We're going to talk about it as well. So first of all, congratulations to both of you on really an exciting year after a crazy year, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So Jackie, take us back to when this all started. Back in what, 1976, right? You want to go back to the 1800s? Yeah. <laughs> you look great for your age, Jackie. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Exactly. Um, yes, it started in 1976. I'm an actress, as you mentioned. Yeah. And uh, uh, I mentioned that because that's how it started. I got a, a film contract with um, American International Pictures oh. uh, in the early 70s. And I experienced... Uh, Racism from every which way but loose mm. uh, uh, from that contract and from growing up in Chicago. So I broke that contract, came back to Chicago, and decided that I wanted to do something about uh, racism. And um, I chose the field of theater and education because that's, that's, those are my two art forms. And um, I started the Black Ensemble Theater with a loan of um, $5,000 from a bank. Wow. That's a big question when you say how to eliminate racism. I mean, that's, that's a question that we don't even know how to answer even today. How did you even begin? And arts and education is very important, and that's where it begins. How do you even begin with something like that? That's a huge societal thing to take on, even in the 70s. Well... How do you eat an elephant? Exactly. Okay. <laughs> one one teaspoon at a yeah. time. Uh, yes, it, it is. And when I when, when I um, first said that that was my mission, uh, I was hit with all kind of uh, negatives, and that's impossible, and disbelief, and you can't do that. You can't say racism. Um, and of course, me being the mild mannered. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he laughed. <laughs> uh, I, 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 um, 
my <laughs> my vision was a world without racism. That is my belief. Mm-hmm. That is my foundation. That is what I feel that we were meant to be on this earth for, not killing and hating each mm-hmm. other. And uh, in 1976, I couldn't be swayed. I, I would not change my language because I wanted eradicated. And that is the mission today. Mm-hmm. And when I am 140 <laughs> and me and my boyfriend are <laughs> on the beach, uh, yeah. that will be the mission of the Black Ensemble Theater. Daryl will make sure of that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Daryl, tell me about when you began, uh, when you got involved here. And why? All right. So I have a little story also. All right. right. We love that. Um, So I'm originally from Virginia. Mm -hmm. Um, Went to Shenandoah University. Um, Then um, got a tour um, out of uh, Richmond, Virginia, um, that brought us to Skokie. Um, So we did that show. We're talking about in 1999. Um, So a couple of friends of mine in that cast decided, hey, after this tour is over, we're going to pick up and move to Chicago. Right. Mm. So we saved our money from um, the tour and we moved to moved to Chicago. Um, Of course, uh, I mean, being very Afrocentric myself, I decided, okay, I'm going to come and I'm going to try to find any uh, black theater. That's where I want to start my career. So I called the Black Ensemble Theater, Mm. literally in the phone book at the time. And um, thought I was talking to somebody at the box office that turned out to be Jackie Taylor because she was running the box office also at that point <laughs> of in time. Course, of course. And she said, hey, uh, I was like, I want to come volunteer. And she was like, uh, Miss Taylor was like, okay, come this weekend. The Jackie Wilson story had just started. So I came and um, I house managed, I mean, not house managed, I was an usher, a volunteer usher for two days. So it was a Saturday or Sunday. And that Sunday, Miss Taylor came to me and said, hey, I know you're an actor. And I was like, yeah, that's what I'm, she's like, um, you know, that's what I'm here to do. And she said, uh, do you have a day job? And at that point in time, I was bartending, so it wasn't necessarily a day job, but it was a job. She said, um, I need somebody in my box office. Um, and I always like to tell everybody, is, you know, how far Black Ensemble comes because I was making $8 an hour in the box office. So I took, so I took that, uh, that job uh, in the box office, working Monday through Friday, also Saturdays when I could. Um, and as things grew, as months went around, you know, things would happen. So Jackie was, would be like, hey, what do you know about stage management? Of course, I know everything about stage management. Can you come stage manage this? Great. What do you know about lights? I know a, a bunch about lights. Like, you know what I mean? Let me go run the lights. Okay, I'm running lights. And I'm running lights and running, doing stage management. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so that's how that grew. Finally, I got to be on the stage, finally, um, in uh, the Nat King Cole story that we were doing at the Black Ensemble at the time. And it took off from there. Wow. Um, yeah, and so from, from that point on, um, 20 years ago, 20, 21 wow. years ago, um, every step that I've taken um, has been in uh, Miss Taylor's, has looked at my talents and be like, I think you could do this. So it became, okay, I want, um, can you direct this summer series for us? Or can you direct, uh, we have a program here called BPI, the Black Playwrights Initiative. Can you direct this show for this? I said, great. Then we came up with the summer series. So I was directing the summer series and here I am, like we say, 20 years later as producing managing director of the Black Ensemble Theater. That's wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. Really came from the bottom, really. Yes. and if not making mail room, you would have been in the mail room. There it is. Not <laughs> making $8 an hour anymore, thank exactly. goodness, right? Exactly. <laughs> so tell us how many shows you guys usually do a year and what kind of shows you guys do here. You mentioned a couple of them. Well, we, we, our season right now is uh, 
uh, we're producing four shows, okay. four shows a year. Uh, we produce uh, productions that cross cultural boundaries, that bring people together, uh, that are uplifting, and that are educational without you realizing they're educational. Mm-hmm. Because kind. a spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down. <laughs> yes. um, we produce mostly musicals. Because music has already crossed cultural boundaries. It's no need to reinvent the wheel if you have the wheel. And music is the wheel. Mm-hmm. It brings quite a diverse audience into the theater because we can't eradicate racism without working together um, in all diverse and equitable scenarios. Mm-hmm. So your, your theater is really one of a kind. Yes. What you do and what your mission is. Yes. Recently, the rest of the theater community in Chicago is kind of following your lead, I think, finally, where there's been some changes with artistic director, um, artists, and board members with more people of color. Have you found that that's the case, that they're finally kind of catching up with what you kind of instilled many years ago? What do you think? Um, Or do we have a still have a long way to go? Yes and yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. We, we have a long way to go. Yeah. And uh, change is slow. Yeah. And uh, I, I have witnessed change since 1976. Well, and even before that. But, uh, but it's slow. And uh, I'm glad to see the progress that we're making. And um, hopefully the, the community will continue to embrace fairness and justice and um, understanding that we're all the same. Mm-hmm. And you continue to lead the way. I mean, that's important. So let's talk about some fun things. Let's go back to June, first of all. You had a huge announcement in June, right? Did we? Yeah, <laughs> I think it was pretty big. Yeah, I think so, yes. We got a, a donation. Oh, uh, yes, 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 yes. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, oh, my gosh, am I wrong? <laughs> yes, we, we did. Okay, tell me about we, that. That was exciting. That was very exciting. We got a call saying that there was a funder who was interested in supporting the organization. And um, they asked some basic questions and some basic information. I had read about Mackenzie Scott, and I even had her um, uh, information in my files to see, okay, who knows this lady? Who can, who can uh, uh, separate that six degrees of separation? Mm-hmm. How can we get in her right. eyesight? Mm-hmm. And um, when I got that call, I, I, I didn't connect the two. I thought... It was a funder who was interested. Yeah. Um, and then we sent them the information, and we didn't hear from them for about a month. So I had forgot all about it. And I get a call, and the caller said, I represent Miss um, Scott. and A big philanthropist, yes. Uh, Absolutely. And <laughs> what is she's one of the richest women around? Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, she would like to donate to the theater. Mm. And I, 
I said, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, she has decided she loves the mission. She loves the leadership within the community of the theater. She, they knew a lot about the theater. They had really did their homework. And she said she'd like to make a transformational gift of $5 million. Wow. Did you flip out? <laughs> no, I I didn't because um, of the pandemic, we had lost right. $3 million. True, true. So I was counting coins. Yep. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I can do, you know, I just started right away trying to figure out, okay, how do we take this money and help us sustain, but also have far-reaching effects? And luckily, I have a, not luckily, purposely, I have a wonderful board um, who um, came in and strategized. And we were able, because of that gift, we were able to sustain and pull ourselves mm-hmm. out of that, that deep, deep, deep hole right. that we were in because we had no earned income mm-hmm. for <laughs> almost two years wow. so uh, it came at a, a very blessed much needed time um, and we are very very grateful because if it had not come uh, it, it, it would have been very difficult in moving forward absolutely you know, with, with, can I just say something absolutely. Really quick? what that means to say during the whole pandemic well, we're still in the pandemic. That's yeah, the first thing. Yeah. But while we were shut, I would just, I mean, like to make sure that we, we gave Miss Taylor and the Black Ensemble credit is that she never stopped paying anybody. So it was administrative staff were still been getting paid, a box office staff, even actors that were, that needed, we were still here. And um, at that point in time, you know, Miss Taylor was, was really like, hey, I need to raise money to make sure that everybody is still sustained. And she really did that. So when she talks about, us being in debt um, or, you know, uh, the, the, the $5 million helping us get out of the hole, it's because she never stopped. Yeah. She never stopped caring. She never stopped paying. She, you know, checking on people, having me check on people. Hey, I heard that this person might have a car payment that might be due. Can you wow. give them a call, see what happened? And so, I mean, I think that that very much speaks to um, who she is and who Miss Taylor has always been, but also the blessing that we got with, uh, with the $5 million. You know, Absolutely. I mean, it, it, they, it actually just looked out for us. So wow, it was great. that's wonderful. Yeah. Amazing that you got through it at this point. I mean... So many people in the live performance industry, we all, we thought it was two weeks shut down, then a month shut down, and then there was just no end. And when you finally found out that maybe things would start opening up cautiously, how did that feel for both of you? Well, we, you know, I have the smartest people in the world around me. <laughs> so they make me look very good. Um, we we talked uh, with our executive staff, we came together and we planned uh, because we do consider ourselves different than other organizations and unique. And uh, we usually don't follow. We're not the followers. Mm -hmm. And I wanted us to first go slow. So we decided that we were going to produce we were going to produce 80 people at the most. 
in the audience. And as you can see, we social distanced. Mm -hmm. So you have no one next to you. You have no one on top of you. You have no one in front of you. <laughs> and um, we decided we would produce what we called first a concert cabaret series. And we would produce it for one weekend. And we would uh, social distance, uh, ma mandated mask wearing. And um, Daryl put in place um, protocols, uh, COVID protocols that we followed and were very happy to follow mm -hmm. uh, to keep us all safe and healthy. Sure. So it was, it, it was, um, and we're still, and that's how we're doing our season. Mm -hmm. we're, we're still, it's going to be a season where 90 minute performances, no concessions, um, come in, go out at the most a hundred people in the audience okay. and, um, continue to be as safe as possible. Not, not knowing what's going to happen. And what did people, how did people react to your first show? Absolutely great. Uh, they were wonderful. Um, one thing, I mean, here is that we're, where we're definitely different is that we're not requiring, um, we're not requiring a um, vaccination or vaccination record or um, neither test um, because we decided that we were going to take it on ourselves to make sure that everybody was safe. And the way we were going to do that is like Ms. Taylor was saying is socially distanced, mask wearing, um, making sure that we follow the protocols that we have for ourselves, but also act as equity protocols as far as our actors and our stages are concerned. Um, our actors are, and, and uh, tech people are um, tested two to three times a week. Um, and if anything is detected for anybody, it shuts down until we can, we can do what we need to do, mm -hmm. you know, to make that happen. Um, so those protocols, um, actually, uh, Ms. Taylor put me in charge of making sure that stuff happened from the beginning. I think it was like, we got back, I got back like July of 2020, yeah, July 2020, and immediately was tasked with making sure those protocols happen. And our audiences very much appreciate sure. it. Um, it's it's 80 to 90 people that are that are here, and we've sold out all of the shows. Nice. Um, and they've been wonderful. Um, and our actors appreciate it, and our tech staff appreciate it, and everybody's just happy. And people are calling, um, our audience especially, calling and saying thank you. Uh, you know, I mean, no matter what we feel about vaccines, if we, you know, um, there are people that are going to get vaccinated. There's people that aren't. Um, and one thing that we do know that is is going to work is social distancing and making sure that the masks are there and making sure that protocols um, achieve what are there, what what's there. So people have called and thanked us for making. I mean, for watching out for those people also. And so far, so good. So far, so uh, great. Great, 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 yeah. great. Are you celebrating ten years in this new building? Yes. Or new building, newish. Yeah, we, so, this is this is our tenth year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. Kind of take me back to when that happened when you guys broke ground. It's beautiful on the outside, it definitely, and in the inside too. Well, prior to to Black Ensemble Theater Cultural Center, we were in a basement um, oh. in the Jane Adams Center. Yes. We had a budget of two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year, and um, I wanted to solidify the organization so that we would have a basis. Uh, renting is not a basis. Anything can happen. And um, I decided that we, we needed a home. We, we needed a foundation. We needed an asset. And um, 
I talk with my board, um, who the board members who who couldn't see it, um, they they uh, couldn't see it. So uh, we had to get board members who could see it, <laughs> and we did. And um, they it was a time where folks said it would be impossible to raise the money. It cost $20 million. We were only $250,000 a year. Where in the world were we going to get $20 million? <laughs> um, but when you, you know, it, it's so much money in the world. And let's just say in the United States itself, it's ridiculous. We, we as common people um, can't even comprehend how much uh, money there actually is. Mm. And um, I always think about that. I always say, you know, so-and-so talked about $30 trillion for the infrastructure of something. Yeah. You know, I'm like, it's money. Mm. You just got to find it. Exactly. So um, thanks to the, the, the wonderful... Um, city, uh, the state, uh, individuals, we were able to raise $20 million and you. build the Black Ensemble Theater. Wonderful. This is our home. Now we're working on sustaining into the long term. Uh, and we're creating a village. It's called what? Free to Be, right? Free to Love Be. Love that name. Yes. Tell me about that. That's your dream. Yes, Free to Be is a village of equity, diversity, and inclusion where we can take the mission of the Black Ensemble Theater outside of the theater walls and create a community that reflects our mission. Uh, we're building an education center, uh, music, dance, theater. Wow. We're building a... a um, Film and Technology Center, huh. and we're building affordable housing for artists. Uh, we're also within there building a restaurant. Oh my goodness! And supplying the community with uh, opportunities in terms of the small businesses, and we're building a, a cultural restaurant, a global restaurant. Wow! That will serve all kind of food and be a haven for conversation and we're setting it up so that it's inclusive whether you have money or you don't have money or you whatever color you are it really doesn't matter there is something for you in this village and you are free to be whoever and whatever you want to be it gives me chills to hear you say that and I'm sure you as well could you have ever well yes you have dreamed from from the beginning but now that it's coming to life, what, how do you feel being a part of something like this that she thought of back in 1976? I think that it's absolutely amazing every step of the way um, and seeing um, how it's done and, and um, from fundraising all the way to um, the ribbon cutting here okay. um, and knowing that it's going to get done regardless. It doesn't make uh -huh. a difference. If Jackie Taylor wants it, it's going to happen. And um, seeing um, that dream realized, especially where we are with Free to Be and where we're going with Free to Be, I mean, it's just amazing. You know, it's, uh, uh, there's, no, there's no other words for it, I think. Yeah. Um, 
you know, every day, you know, seeing our team, you know, make progress on something like that really just fills you up with, with so much pride yeah. um, that, that it, you know, it's, 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 it's overwhelming it's, at some point in time because, you know, you look at it and you're like, there's this big, vast thing that's in front of you that has to happen. And then Miss Taylor looks at you like, it's going to be all right. Wow. You know, we'll, we, we're going to figure it out. We're going to make it happen. And um, it, just, it just really proves the, the true leadership that's there to make it happen because Miss Taylor doesn't shiver at it, you know. And if, if your leader doesn't shiver at it, I'm not going to shiver yeah, at the it. The timing right. is very poignant, too, mm-hmm. I think. Don't right. you think? Yes, absolutely. And you couldn't have planned that any better, mm-hmm. right? Well, I, I didn't plan it, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, it was in your plan. It was in your brain forever, yeah. but when it came out. You guys have really also been a contributor to the resurgence or the emergence of Chicago being a theater town, too. You know, you think New York, but now Chicago is it, man. Don't you think? Like, people well, come here to see the shows now. If you look at the newspapers in 1976, I have a lot of quotes mm. from then that says Chicago is the theater town. Oh, okay. Chicago is not second. Chicago is first, and the world will discover it. This was in the 70s? You said that? That's Look correct. Mm-hmm. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Yes. She's a good predictor of things. Maybe we should have her wager on some of these Okay, things. yeah. <laughs> so tell me about some of the shows. Why don't you tell me some of your favorite shows over the years, and then we'll talk about Daryl's project coming up. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you asking you me to, to I know. prioritize my babies. Well, let's see. The Other Cinderella okay. was the first show that I produced professionally um, in that little theater in Old Town on Well Street. Um, and it's been a staple ever since. And uh, it's been our Christmas carol. The audiences love it. They love the message. They love the music. And they ask for it every year. So we try to do it every other year. But since that's my first, yeah, that's that's one of my absolute favorites. What about um, you? Do you have a favorite, or is it 
The one that you're working on right now. Who, me? <laughs> yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say, um, first of all, I would like to say that um, also that I think a lot of people don't know that um, – Black Ensemble writes all its own show. So we're not doing, I mean, we don't, we, all of our shows are world premieres. Mm. Um, I would probably say so far out of the shows that I've written and done, I'll probably say You Can't Fake the Funk um, is probably <laughs> yeah. the one that, that, you know, yeah. was, was, is, you know, holds a special place in my heart. So. Wonderful. Now let's talk about what's happening for the holidays. Yes. Everyone loves to be in the spirit. And when you see a show like this, it really puts you there. Oh, so yeah. tell me a little bit about the preparation and I'm sure it takes on new meaning this year. Oh, absolutely. Last year, we had to try to do it, and we had to, to just stream it. It wasn't live. Um, so this year, being able to be back on the stage and doing this show is absolutely wonderful. Again, um, we're sticking to our uh, protocols of only having four to five people on the stage and four-person band. But with that being said, it's like everybody's, a lot of, uh, uh, everybody's favorite, favorite Christmas carols and Christmas songs being done the way the Black Ensemble does it. With also my twist that I like to do, because I always like to educate our audiences. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about songs that um, you know and you love, but but now you get like a a little bit of history about how those songs um, came along or how they became popular or, um, um, you know, a little, you know, a little bit of, of knowledge about what those, what those songs are. Have yourself a Merry little Christmas <laughs> Let your heart be light <laughs> From now on our troubles will be out of sight That's going on this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. How I can mean, we get tickets? The Black Ensemble Holiday Extravaganza. Go online, www.blackensemble.org, and you can get tickets uh, for the show for in-person seating, or you can get tickets to stream the show. Wonderful. So you would stream it, you would have it for 24 hours, and you could see it. And I'm assuming people are going to leave this theater feeling great, Listen, singing, dancing, absolutely. right? Absolutely. Toes tapping when you leave, everything, yes. Yeah, lastly, I want to ask you about the young people that you mentor. And the young people where arts make all the difference to them. And they really put them on a new path. You find that? And that's obviously the mission, too? Uh, Of course. We, we, in a normal year, we impact 10,000 young people. Wow. We're in the schools. Um, We uh, bring them here for mentorships. We, we utilize theater as a learning facilitator so we impact teachers help them understand how to uh, teach the curriculum through the arts and um, we have a very very successful um, uh, successful journey in working with our young people and transforming their lives it's a real community for kids who choose the theater I find it's just so nurturing. My right. nephew is involved, and he just loves his people mm-hmm. in the theater and being on stage. It's really something you can't describe. Right. You know? So I thank you so much for joining us. You guys are wonderful people. You've got this village I can't wait to see. It's really, you've got a lot going on. Yeah. <laughs> Could you have ever imagined this would be happening to you? Yeah. Good. That's a good answer. <laughs> Jackie Taylor, Daryl Brooks, thanks so much from the Black Ensemble Theater. Thank you. 
That'll wrap up this episode of Backstage Chicago and tune in next week when we go behind the scenes with the cast and crew of Frozen. You know, the pandemic, just auditioning, living life, and then lucky enough to get to come back and have a job, you know, secured for when it was all over after I burned through my savings just trying to survive, you know? (laughs) Thanks for listening to this week's Backstage Chicago. I'm Lisa Fielding. Make sure you subscribe on the Odyssey app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.